0: Fountains open deep and wide Through the floodgates of God's mercy Flow the vast and gracious tide Grace and love like mighty rivers Poured in and from above and heaven's be Perfect justice, kiss
1: the to world in love. Shalom, brothers and sisters. I am so glad that you are here with me today. Uh, my name's Lee. I'm with Between the River and the Ravens. And today is Friday, September 2nd. Can you believe that? Um, we It seems like yesterday it was April, and all of a sudden it's September and you can tell the seasons are already changing got up to let my chickens out this morning and it was definitely brisk out um, which i love i absolutely love fall um there's just something about the crispness in the air Uh, the the light is different the leaves are changing and to me it's just a reminder you know yahuwah everything is for his purpose and everything has a beauty with every season that's revealed to us i'd just like to take a moment and say uh, good morning to everyone in the chat i see brother lee and sister Catherine and sister nina uh, sister uh, larley my husband Uh, lovely Sister Shell. Good morning, everyone. I am so pleased and happy that you are here today, and I pray that this is going to be a blessing. Um, In the last several weeks, I've had a lot of things pressed on me to talk about um, and bring up, and when the Father is urging you to do something It doesn't stop until you do it. You don't stop having that tug on your Ruach until you actually uh, bring forth what he wants you to talk about. So I have just had this over and over in my mind, on my heart. I wake up thinking about it. Um, and it's, it's the importance of not looking back. Don't look back. Right. Um, And lessons that we learned from Lot's wife. And I love archaeology. I love history. Um, Good morning, uh, Sister Asia. So glad to see you today on this prep day. Yes, it is prep day. And I am so excited for that. I look forward to this day um, because I know that Shabbat is right behind. It's right here. And we made it. So, yay. I am very excited about that. So... I love this uh, picture I found online. This is what they call uh, Lot's wife, um, and when you look at this, you see the statue. Uh, it's a salt pillar, um, but you see that it's frozen in time, um, and and that struck me as I looked at this. It really did. It it made me reflect on my own life and look back uh, at my looking back. <laughs> So one of the most difficult things in my life has been to keep my mind forward facing. And I think a lot of us do that, right? We're, we're always looking back, even though looking back is not just an action of turning um, to look physically behind you, but it's, it's most commonly going back in your mind to memories or situations in our past while looking back in our memory uh. We replay our most joyous and happy times. You know, I enjoy that. I have some precious memories. But more frequently, unfortunately, we go back to our mistakes, our missteps, and the times that we really messed up. And those are like on a reel. (laughs) We go back with regret far too often over what could have been or what should have been. You know, we spend a lot of time there. The the what-ifs will drag you down into the depths of despair, ensnaring you so tightly in those chains that it's impossible to get loose. We especially look back on personal betrayals. I had a reel. I used to replay every single night and every morning as I woke up in my mind so I could look back on all the things that the adversary wanted me to be chained to because that's what happens when you're doing that. You're in that loop. You're stuck. You're chained to these things and you can't move forward while you're looking back. You, you can't move forward while you're looking back, right? You're stuck. You become cemented to that position just like a statue an Un, unmoving stone rigid and worn by the wind and the rain it wears you down as you're stuck there it, it's so so hard and everyone's saying truth yes yes I know there's so many of us that have been to this uh, done this in our life have done this looking back so in Genesis 19 23 through 26 we see the sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into the Zoar. Then Yahweh rained down upon Sedum and upon Amora, brimstone and fire from Yahweh out of the heavens. And he overthrew the, those cities and all the circle of the Yardon and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. But his woman looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. So I wanted to, I've looked into this whole breakdown of these verses and pillar, which is H5333 and strong, is from the H5324. It's something stationary. That is a prefect, a military post, a statue. Um, To me, when I read that, a statue, that's exactly how I felt when I was stuck in that part of my life where all I wanted to do was look back, look back, look back, look back at what I left back there, right? So even though Yahweh was rescuing Lot and his family, we see his wife was looking back. What was she looking back for? The very first reason I think about that I have meditated on is that she, they had four daughters, two married and two betrothed, and the two married daughters and their husbands remained back in the doomed city. So I'm sure as a mother, it pained her to know the fate of her daughters. For those that have lost children, I am certain looking back is something that is reflexive without any effort to go there. As a mom, I feel her pain and it challenges me to look into myself and my faith uh, in Yahweh in light of the situation of Lot's wife. She was looking back possibly because of the two daughters that were remaining in Sodom and Sedum, right? So can I focus on Yahweh with my head straight ahead during very painful events painful events that don't just end after the event has happened and and you're past it those painful events are ongoing and we know that but can you can we remain with our heads straight ahead during those times so that we don't become cemented in pain sorrow or regret and that regret is ever bit as difficult to walk forward out of as pain and sorrow i've definitely experienced all of these so as i was praying and meditating on this i went to proverbs 3 5 to 7 trust in el yahweh with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths be not wise in your own eyes Fear Yahweh and depart from evil. That just speaks to me in my soul that we don't need to lean to our own understanding. We don't have to understand it. I know I spent, after my mom passed, so much time trying to figure out how or why this happened. And if we'd have done this different, if we'd have gone to this doctor, if we would have tried this remedy or that remedy, um, maybe we didn't pray enough. And I know I was praying constantly, but boy, that was keeping me cemented. That was keeping me like a statue, like that pillar of salt. I was concreted in that spot and I couldn't heal. You cannot heal when you're doing that. It's just impossible. So, Second, let's face it, it was the big city and it had conveniences that beckoned many and we know that the lush and fertile land appealed to Lot and his wife, so much so that he made his own decision to move there without consulting Yahweh. He just made that decision on site. And boy, I have done so many of those made decisions just from my vision, just from my sight going on my own thoughts, and every time it's wrong. <laughs> we should always be consulting Yahweh because our eyes do not always tell us the truth, do they? They're just they just see lovely, sparkly things and want to go there. Yay, that's what I'm going to do. Um, but sedum was overrun with wickedness. And, and that's a lot of those things that happen to us when we go just on our site and not with consulting the father, not taking it in prayer. Um, my husband, James, and I now we pray before we make decisions. We ask, is this what we're supposed to do? And then we give him time to answer us. You know, it's not just ask him and then power ahead, you know. A house wasn't dropped in my way, so this means I can do it. No, it means you pray and you listen and you wait because patience is so important. And we're learning that um, along this journey that we're on. So I'm sure some of the pull to look back was what she was leaving behind her. You know, I'm sure they had a nice house, they had belongings, they had worked so hard for these things and all the things they had accomplished. And Lot had lived a righteous life, even noted as such by Peter. So 2 Peter 2, 6 through 9. And turning the cities of Sedum and Amora into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that should live in wickedness. And delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the Torahless. For the righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their twerlist deeds. Yahweh knows how to deliver his hide out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. And that spoke to me as to what it means to continue on the righteous path. We have to have Torah and we have to be following in his precepts. So, looking back destabilizes our mental health. No matter if it's living in the happy times of the past or the regrets and hurts of our past, it can grab you and keep you in a repetitive loop and prevent you from healing and progressing forward. I've been trapped in my own mind looking back and wasted many, many years of my life. And who knows? what countless blessings i didn't even see and by doing all of this i gave up my ability to be happy or joyful i was pretty bitter i was a very bitter unhappy person and i wanted to hurt others like i had been hurt and that's the that's the downside of that i was denying my abba my father Yahweh and any glory for his blessings in my life each day, ignoring what his will was for each new day. Every event in our life is as it is by the will of Yahweh. What are we going to learn from it? What can we get from it? Is there joy and blessings in all of it? And there is, you know, if we are in that constant relationship with him, if we are constantly there in the walk with him and we're seeking him and we're asking him, we're begging him for clarity and for his will in our lives, there is nothing to look back on because he's going to be giving you every bit of information you need on how to live that blessed, happy, um, put together life that he has put you together in. He knows our hurts. He knows what's behind us because he's the one pushing us out of it forward. And we have to remember that. That hand you feel on your back pushing you forward out of those moments of pain and despair and, and agony. That hand in your back is his. He's saying, oh, don't camp here. I've got something else for you. And it's on up ahead. Let's go. So we must give glory to y'all every single day for everything. Everything he puts on us, he puts before us, every person that he puts in our lives, these are the blessings and they are abounding and the future for us is is his, it's his future and it's his future daily. Who am I to question what the father has for me in any moment of my life, even as I'm pushing through those hard, regretful, sorrowful times and trust me, I've had them. (laughs) So break free from your pillar of salt. You can do it. Move your feet from off that base of the statue you have become. Put one foot in front of the other and step out into the glorious light of Yahweh. And it's glorious. It is wonderful to remember and recall our past. Absolutely wonderful. But we do not need to look back and regret for anything. There is nothing in your past that Yahweh won't replace and, or renew in your future. And you need to remember that. He is taking you out of something or move something out of your life because there is something he's moving into your life. And it's on up ahead down the path. You just got to put one foot in front of the other to get there. So we see in Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Remember not the formal things former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert So if you're feeling like your life is a desert right now, and you're trying to look back at the lush, beautiful city behind you, just remember that on up ahead, he's making that that river, that spring of life straight up ahead. It's just right up there. You just got to keep going. So Luke 17, 31 through 33, in that day, He which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's woman, whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. Amen. Absolutely beautiful. I love, uh, I see here, liarly says, "Mom, yep, mommy regrets so many regrets. Yes, I, I understand that, but you know what? Yahweh has smoothed over those regrets, and He is moving you forward into a place where you don't have to have those. You really don't. You can hand them to Him, and He can take them from you." Um, he can deal with them. And he is at work already smoothing over with anyone that we've ever wronged, that we've ever hurt. You know, they they are reaching out to him as well, prayerfully. I pray that they are. He can deal with each one of us. It's not our responsibility to look back and regret and, and try to think of ways we could have done something better. He is doing something better in their life already. And we just have have to have faith in him and realize that he's going to handle everybody's hurts and regrets. He is there doing the work in them, just like he's doing the work in you. So I wanted to finish up with some Psalms because who doesn't love Psalms? (laughs) I most certainly love Psalms. So Psalms 37, three through eight. Trust in Yahweh and do good. So shall you dwell in the land and truly you shall be fed. Delight yourself also in Yahweh and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way unto Yahweh. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. Rest in Yahweh and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way. Because of the way man who brings wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not in yourself in any wise to do evil. Fret not in yourself. I love that. So I hope this has been a blessing for you today it was definitely pressed upon my heart to bring it not only for myself but so many others I see Nina says like a rock tumbler sharp and jagged transformed into smooth treasures amen that is exactly how I feel sometimes isn't it (laughs) like we're in a rock tumbler um, while he's refining us it's not going to feel that great But we have to keep our head facing forward and we have to keep focused on him and Yahusha, our Messiah, who was sent to redeem us in every single way. And I read often uh, in the Dead Sea Scrolls, it's really interesting to look through. Uh, what has been un- unearthed? Like I said, I love archaeology. I love looking into history, and I love looking into the the biblical finds that happen all the time. And there is some wonderful things that were found in these fragments, in those jars, in those clay jars, right? And I look at us like we are those clay jars. We're the vessels. And I wanted to read and close with this this hymn. There's a there was a whole section they found on thanksgiving hymns and they are re i think they had to be kind of pieced back together they were in pretty poor shape um and this is the best that they got um i guess they were rearranged by a scholar and i can't say his name it's Puek. P-U-E-C-H. So this was his thesis and reconstruction of this hymn number five that I wanted to close with. Um, and this was from the Dead Sea Scrolls. And I love that at the beginning of each one of the chapters, it actually shows when it was found. This is the fragments right here. I love reading these words of, of old as they were. So I thank the I, has benefits the greatness of thy power and the multitude of thy marvels forever and ever. Thou art a merciful Yah and rich in favors, pardoning those who repent of their sin and visiting the iniquity of the wicked. Thou delightest in the free will offering of the righteous, but iniquity thou hatest always. Thou hast favored me, thy servant, with the spirit of knowledge that I may choose truth and goodness and loathe all the ways of iniquity. And I have loved thee freely and with all my heart, contemplating the mysteries of thy wisdom, I have sought thee. For this is from thy hand and nothing is done without it and thy will. How beautiful is that? Well, I hope you have a wonderful and blessed prep day. I pray your Shabbat is full of love and time spent with the father and in the word and and i pray blessings on you that you're able to face forward put one foot in front of the other and realize yahweh has everything we need and it's it's given to us it's all we have to do is reach out to him have that relationship with him, meet him in prayer, and then be patient and listen for his answer. So I thank you guys today, and I truly hope this has blessed you. Shalom.
0: On the mount of crucifixion, fountains open deep and wide, through the floor, of God's mercy flow the vast and gracious tide grace and love like mighty rivers poured in and from above heaven's peace and perfect justice kiss the guilty world in